because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our first top 10 show of the end of the year, for the end, for the year of 2020, the worst years of all of our lives. So... (laughs) Today, our show is the top 10 TV shows of 2020. I am joined by a special guest. Um, we have Savannah. Savannah, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm pretty well. Thank you for uh, coming on today's show. I know you're a huge TV uh, fan, so I'm happy to talk some television with you today to talk about the top 10 shows of the year. Uh, I was surprised that we that we had a lot of sh- shows that we can kind of uh, pick yeah. out for top 10s, but I think streaming has been like a has been like a dominant year has had yeah. a dominant year because of pandemic and stuff like that people are kind of forced to watch um tv shows instead of instead of a lot of uh, newer movies um Mm -hmm. and luckily the shows that are filmed we had already we had already like you know we were already going to get those so that's a good thing as well Um, yeah but before we get started how are you doing our last show that you was on was the haunting of Bly manor um that was a fun little episode um where you know we were just going back and forth on the season uh but today we we're talking about the top 10 shows of the year so how you been so how you been since then i've i've been good uh just spending the last few days watching all these great movies the season of pedro pascal i'm really enjoying this right now so just having a lot of fun Speaking with of- this Speaking of Pedro Pascal, are are, are you rummaging through Twitter and the flames? Uh, and the- <laughs> uh, just, I'm just enjoying my little bubble of like Pedro Pascal being this hammy villain, and right. that's it. That's it. I don't want to touch it. I want to leave it. I know <laughs> she doesn't want. She said she doesn't want to touch it. Um, <laughs> listen, it's uh, it. I this is this is this has been terrible. As far as like, I all of my friends are fighting. I'm trying to calm everyone down. People I don't know are fighting with me. It's crazy on on Twitter these days. I am a little bit of a troll as far as like just oh. like, but I'm but I'm just like this is this is like I don't think it needs to be this serious. No, it's Wonder Woman. My goodness, it's Wonder Woman. It's I don't know. This she is just like, wants to unite the world with love and like. <laughs> it's like I, chaos I, I don't get it it's it's crazy listen i wasn't a big fan of the movie but this this mm-hmm. this like this war online has just been sort of incredible i'm trying to figure out the last movie that did this maybe it was like i don't even think the rise of skywalker did this much this is no bringing me this is bringing me a little bit back to like at least bvs or like the last jedi oh, at least yes like yeah because this is this has been really really terrible i think um yeah like we should all be nice to each other and you know savannah you enjoyed it i presume right? i i did i i okay. i love wonder woman so okay so i'm not gonna like yell at you for for like enjoying you know for having fun with the movie oh. a lot of a lot of my peers on the podcast they had fun a lot of them didn't and that's just what's that's just yeah. what happens you know 
Um, so with that being said, we're going to talk about movies today, everyone. Sadly, we are talking about TV shows. So uh, we're doing our top 10 shows of the year, uh, 2020. We didn't do a show like this last year, so I'm excited to uh, to get into some of these choices. Um, I did one before we get into the top 10, we can go through if you have any worst or honorable mentions before we get into the actual uh, 10. I guess to kind of get it out the way, we can talk about the worst. Here's my thing about about worst uh, TV shows, like really, really bad shows. I don't finish them. So yeah. if if I start a show and it's absolutely terrible or I'm just not interested, then I'm splitting. I'm not one oh, of those crap. critics that have to watch no. these things to get a review out. You know, if I like it, I like it and I'll talk about it on the show. That's what happened with Bly Manor. That's what happened with The Mandalorian. You know what I mean? If I like yeah. it, I like it. I'm going to talk about it. If I don't, I'm just going to move on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So with that being said, do you have any uh, TV shows that you would chalk up there as the worst of 2020? Um. Yeah, I actually, I have, I have two and then one that just, disappointed me but the two were okay. two were both ryan murphy shows um Ooh, uh, yep so say i had the same thing <laughs> could not get through ratchet i got through one episode and it just oh so oh. so terrible yeah, this, yeah yeah it's not that's not what the movie was it did not i love sarah paulson but this wasn't it mm-hmm. um yeah, and then the other one was Hollywood. I got through two episodes, and that was just garbage. <laughs> Hollywood was very, yeah, Hollywood was very mid for me. Um, it, it's weird because I don't think any of these shows, like you put it, you put something in the category of worst something, and you just like get it. You feel like you have to tank on that show that the show is like an abomination. I, most of these shows are not. I, it's just shows that were either really yeah. boring or just not good so sure yeah like there's some did you have any more or was it was just those two big ones you just you just know the one that was like pretty mid for me like was the muppet show uh the muppet now on disney plus it was okay just proof that uh the disney does no idea what to do with this franchise and Mm -hmm. it just was so so mediocre and so painful to watch but I love the Muppets and I'll watch whatever they have. And it's just, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. I never watched it. So, I mean, that's maybe that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the shows that I had, I had to echo you. I definitely had Ratchet. I got, I watched one episode and I said, this is, I'm just tired of my Ryan Murphy. He has the same kind of style. They all, all of his shows yeah. kind of look, just look the same. They're just not doing it for me that much. Um, I also have Hollywood because no. I do like the aesthetic of Hollywood. And it's the same thing with Ratchet. I like the aesthetics, but it's like I need more than just aesthetics. These these scripts are like rough when it comes to these shows with his shows and stuff. Um, then I have Warrior Nun. Warrior Nun. I actually finished that and I thought it was just okay. not good. Um, Star Girls, another one. I just thought it was like really way Ooh. too cheesy for me. Uh, Hellstrom, another Marvel show on Hulu. Terrible. Um, <laughs> this is, I don't think this is a worse show. I don't think it's like a really bad show. I just think this is a show was, I missed the mark for me, but a teacher. Uh, so far, at least it's not okay. done, but like it's it's just not working. 
it's 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 just like it's moved the pacing is like really really weird the episodes are like 20 minutes sure. and i don't know why it's because it's based off a movie so just like that's why oh. you know so every episode yeah. is like 25 minutes and i'm like well that's why we have a movie you know just it's just yeah. weird behavior on that show um i have cursed with katherine langford snow way jose for me <laughs> um altered carbon season two was just boring Oh. Uh, there's an animated show named Hoops that I was like, no. Space Force was horrific. Oh, um, no. <laughs> Utopia on Amazon, no. That's it. Oh, yeah, the last big one that I had was Outer Banks. I, I don't know. Outer Banks, it wasn't terrible. It was just the uh, everyone's 30 years old, but they're playing like 16, 17-year-olds. Oh, yeah, it's very CW, but it's on Netflix, and okay. it, the guy, the main character is called John B, and they kept saying his name all annoying, so it made me annoyed, right. so yeah, <laughs> um, Outer Banks is like the last one. Um, okay, so let's get into some uh, some honorable mentions. This Okay, so I'll be honest. When I was doing my listing the other day, you know, when we decided to do this show, yeah. I was like, dude, this is, this is tough, because... Yes. I thought, okay, I don't. There's no way I'm gonna have ten favorite shows, but then I was like, I I do, and we had a lot this year as far as TV goes, and there's some that I still haven't seen that are not that's not gonna be on my honorable mentions or my favorites. Like yeah. I'm trying to think, of, like The Crown. I I, I saw I The never, Crown. You saw The Crown. I never really saw. I never really got into The Crown from the first season, so I heard good things about this new season, but I never watched it. It's another show mm-hmm. that I'm forgetting. Um, that I know I didn't really watch and stuff like that, but or like The Outsider on HBO, I didn't oh, watch. Okay. Um, I started those, that. Yeah, what are those HBO shows that are on? Like this, Lovecraft like, Country. I did watch that, but like Westworld was was was, was there a new season for Westworld this year? I think so. I yeah, I didn't watch that, so don't expect that on my list. That anyone, there's a lot of shows that I you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna miss because shows yeah. are really. Show when it comes to me, when it comes to streaming shows and just TV shows in general, um, I also find it funny that none of the shows in my top ten are on television or on like cable television. Yeah. Um, I fell out. Of, I fell out of love with cable television a long time ago. Um, streaming really, really kind of changed my look on like like episodic television and how I want to watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you have any? Do you have any um, shows on cable on here on your list? Um, I have a couple with FX. I mean, FX has been like my favorite, but I I don't watch it on there. I watch it on Hulu. So, yeah, actually, I do have a couple of honorable mentions from FX, but it's yeah, it's the same. It's on Hulu. Yeah. So so. yeah, because yeah, so um, (laughs) which was a smart thing for them to do because you know a lot of it's just cable people. I don't want to be like oh nobody watches cable anymore. A lot of people do watch cable, especially when you see those numbers for like football games and whatnot. But I think when it just comes to TV. I think streaming really kind of like has a one up on them as far as as far as cable because there's just so many options. Um, so let's get into some honorable mentions before we get into the top ten. I don't know if you have any, but if you do, what do you what do you got? I do. Um, I have a couple. Uh, okay. The Harley Quinn, that animated one on HBO. Oh, yeah. That okay. was so great. Such a such a wild ride, and it's fun to see um, the DC like expanding i never really watched any of the animated dc stuff so this was really Mm -hmm. fun i loved all the side characters and it's just great such a great such a fun time Mm -hmm. so um 
I also liked Perry Mason on HBO as well. That was really good. Kind of a fun, low-level detective lawyer story. It was pretty good. I think, like, Robert Downey Jr. and his team produced it or something. It was really good. Um. I also loved The Great with Elle Fanning on HBO. That was Ooh, hilarious. Okay. I love the uh, the favorite vibes that it gives off. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely can't wait for season two on that one. And then I also really liked um, the documentary series The Vow on HBO, which is about the um, Nixium cult mm-hmm. and the scandal of the sex scandal that they had with them. And it's about the cult members that got out and how they're trying to piece together the story and get it all oh wow Dude, figured my, out. my mother was telling me about that show actually it, it was wild yeah i heard it was so really wild good. so yeah that's my honorable mention okay um so I, I i i actually have um harley quinn in my honorable mentions as well um season two is really really good i think it's really funny i think it's like perfect for for like them to just have it's one of those things where they put it it's on hbo max right now and i think it's honestly one of those things where yeah like why not have some couple of animated shows to tie not to not not the person like not to 100 percent tie into the movies but just just to have you know like uh, what i mean like that's why i'm excited for the marvel uh animated shows that they're doing they only announced one but i I hope they kind of go a route or where they ever whenever they figure out what to do with deadpool i love like a deadpool series they were gonna yeah they were gonna do that for fx but it kind of fell it it would like with um Mm -hmm. donald glover but i guess it kind of like fell out of place and stuff but yeah like just stuff like that that's that's why i I, I really really enjoy what they do with that harley quinn show but it didn't make my top 10 but it it is in my uh it is in my own mentions um so some other movies that I have on my honorable, men- I mean, TV shows that I have on my honorable mentions, I have Defending Jacob. Um, I thought that was pretty strong. Um, I had a documentary on Netflix, like uh, Cheer. I don't know if you've ever seen that. But okay, I, I thought think Cheer, it. Yeah, I thought Cheer was really, 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 really good. Uh, Rami also is right up there in my, uh, yeah, in my honorable mentions. Uh, 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 Solar Opposites on Hulu is also pretty good. McMillions mm-hmm. is, is a uh, documentary on HBO that they did. Um, I saw that back in Sundance, but they released it like throughout the throughout like in the summertime, I believe. That was mm-hmm. really, really interesting. Love Victor. I put Kinda next to it. Because... Okay. I I liked Love Victor, but it, there's just some there was just some stuff that was just missed the mark for me. Okay. So I knew I didn't want to put it in my worst, and I knew it wasn't gonna be in my top ten. So I have it. I had it right in the middle. Like I liked it, but I didn't love it. So Love Victor, um, Snowpiercer was good. I wish it was like a lot better, but that's actually that's the only that's that's probably the only cable show that I have. Um, on my listing anywhere is Snowpiercer on TNT, but that was pretty good. And then I have honorable mentions: The Haunting of Bly Manor, because ah. I went, I, I went back and forth on it. I said, do I want to put this anywhere? I know it's not going to be in my top ten. Where is it going to be at though? Um, 
and I and I, I I appreciate what they did. Although, like our review that we did, I was definitely much more on the negative side. Um, yeah. Just because I was like, I love the first season, and I just thought this season just was like a disconnect from that season. Um, but there's just a lot of things that you can praise in this in this show, really, as far yeah. as like performances and and the way it looks and direction and stuff like that. So I have it in my honorable mentions. I have a reality show. In my honorable mentions, listen, okay. I love reality, gross, horrible television. It's like right. what I grew up on. I grew up on the real world. I grew up on all those shows where somebody was vying for the love of like whoever. Um, so I have Too Hot to Handle. I had a great time watching this show over the <laughs> summer. It's on Netflix. I had so much fun watching the show. It is absolutely awful, but I had a really good time. And the summer was very, very hard for a lot of people, but Too Hot to Handle yeah. definitely brought some smiles and laughter to my summer. So I have to put it in my honorable mentions for my reality television fix. Um, then I have, I don't know if you watched this, but Never Have I Ever. And no, then I, put I haven't. Ki- and then I put Kinda again, just because I thought it was just once again, like Love, Victor, just very cheesy. The relationship kind of kind of arc in the story is so weird to watch because the actor playing this 16 year old literally is like 33 and then the main actress is like 18 just turned 18 so i thought that was really really strange to watch on tv like you couldn't find anybody else at least closer to her age like a 25 21 something um that was a little strange to watch but i i thought the show was pleasant and i thought it was harmless as far as some other kind of story beats so i went with that one and then lastly i have on hbo i have betty and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's one of the shows that i really wanted to watch i don't know if you've seen it but i really wanted to watch because i heard a lot of good things was the flight attendant did you see that no i haven't i all i know is it was based off a book yeah, I, I kept hearing really, really good things about that uh, show on HBO Max right now. And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll get into it. There's a lot of HBO Max shows that I don't have in my in my listing because of, I got HBO Max pretty late. But I know a lot of people kind of rave over like Raised by Wolves and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, um, yeah. All right, let's get into the top 10, our top 10. I think I think I finalized the list uh, oh, one more honorable mention. I have Miss America. I thought Miss America was pretty good. Yeah. But, um, okay. So I finalized my list. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. Mm, okay. All right. So number ten. What do you have? I have the haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, interesting. Okay, tell us why. <clears throat> so I loved the idea of it being this ghost classic, ghost story, but with a twist. I. I had such a fun time watching it with my friend. So there's that like memory with it, but I thought the scares were really good, but it was like a really good ghost story with the heart in it. Mike Flanagan is always a good shot and he's always solid. There's things I, you know, it is a little slow for my taste and the climax didn't quite hit, but it's still so good that I know I would probably go back and watch it next Halloween. And that's Mm -hmm. why I made it to the top 10. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, I had a feeling it was going to be in your top 10, but um, <laughs> for reasons that I said earlier, I just, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that I that I um, wished were done a little differently, but I, I still think it's a very, very good show, um, but I thought there were like 10 other shows that were just, that just really, really hit that yeah. mark for me. Um, so my number 10, I have Dead to Me season two. Ah. Um, 
Yes, I love <laughs> this show so, so much. It's so good. The first season, I was super surprised by what we got. This second season really, really hit the mark for me in a lot of ways. The the comedic pres like the comedic stuff was there. The chemistry between uh, Christina Applegate and um, oh, why am I blanking on her Linda name? Linda Cardellini. Uh, yes, the chemistry between those two are just amazing. Yeah. Linda Cardellini's relationship in this show is so adorable. Um, I just remember really, really liking it. I like it all the all the twists and turns. It's such a it's such an easy show to watch. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it's not too oh. complicated. They're not doing a thousand things at once. It's set in a small town. They know like, what they want to hit, you know? Yeah, I like a simpler it. big little lies. Yes, yes. And I thought the reason why Big Little I wasn't a big fan of season two of Big Little Lies, I thought it just went too all over the place. Yeah. This show, like it's very contained and knit and, yeah. and like and confined. I mean refined and just tight. And I really, really mm-hmm. love me like a tight, cohesive show. It's very quick. It's not over bloated. It's not yeah. long. I just mm-hmm. like it's one of the easier watches for me from the year. So um yeah. dead to me. Like dead, although like it didn't have like the the core kind of feel as far as like some of these shows that I have like closer to the top where I'm like oh my god that is like riveting stuff but yeah. um I I yeah but I it's still a great season so Dead to Me season two is my number 10 um mm-hmm. all right number nine what do you got number nine I have the Umbrella Academy season two. Oh, that's so. the show that I was like I get I did not I didn't watch this year oh I, sadly yeah so the Umbrella Academy is so good it's just Mm -hmm. i love that like weird anything where it's superheroes but it's like trying to be a little different i loved this season it really went with what it was good at and it's so crazy and you're like how Mm -hmm. could it get crazier after the first season and it just is like hold my beer i will go crazier it's just weird time traveling and all this like with their family and how they're trying to figure their stuff their all their personal baggage and all their personal issues, but trying to figure out how to get back home. Uh, I had so much fun with it. It's just such a good time. Gerard Way uh, does the music for it and it has like the best music drops ever. Just, you wouldn't think that some of these would work, but like they just get stuck in your head. So I loved, I loved Umbrella Academy. It's just so good, such fun action. Yeah, yeah, that was sadly one of the, it was like one of those shows that I wanted to watch, but like I kept getting rattled up into like other things and watching other stuff and, and, and getting, you know, and getting into other things. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the, it, it was, it's, but it's not because it's, I don't think it's good. Um, yeah. I think it's, I think it's actually like, I watched the first couple of episodes of the first season, but for some reason I just never, I just never really got back to them. Cause mm-hmm. the thing about like streaming is that there's just an, a abundance of stuff yeah. to watch like it's a lot so sometimes these shows just kind of get missed um for mm-hmm. me at least but i totally. think yeah I, I i still yeah i'm not surprised to see that on your list i figured that show would be on your list so um yeah all right cool 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 yeah okay awesome. so my my number nine i have lovecraft country um ah. i finally i finally finished a whole season recently um because i wanted to finish before the end of the year and stuff. The only reason why it's not my number nine, I think it's a really strong show, but I think me watching the screeners early kind of kind of hurt my experience with it. Okay. Because like uh, a couple of us from the group, we watched it pretty early, 
mm-hmm. and then by the time the season was coming out i was like oh i'm watching other stuff though and whatnot so mm-hmm. i didn't finish it the way everyone else finished it right away when they like were dropping um you know the oh, weekly okay. and stuff like that yeah. but i think it's so i think i thought it was a pretty good show um you know um up until like when i stopped watching it but i did finish it i mm-hmm. think it's a really really okay. strong show um and stuff and yeah i think all the performances are great like um uh, uh, journey smollett bell is so good in this show um and whatnot so i think it's a really really strong show so that's my number nine that was one of the shows that i missed i was actually catching up on Watchmen at the time so oh were you okay yeah yeah. so that'll probably be my next one of my next year show Mm -hmm. right 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 so um okay so what do you have uh, are we at number eight yeah number eight what do you have so number eight, I have Dead to Me season two. That was Great. that was mm-hmm. one of my quarantine binges, and yes. again, it was so easy. It was so easy to watch it, but it was so entertaining because every time you thought like, "Oh, it's gonna go this way," like Jen and Judy are gonna hang out and do this, it like did this huge like curveball, and you just were like, "Oh my gosh, I need the next episode." And they're so funny. I, I love the fact that they're just so, they have great chemistry. You can tell they that really like, do, yeah. they're at their best friend, like they're friends and that they just, they just have great energy. It's great to see older women having a relationship, having a friendship like that and seeing it like that and not in like a big little wise way where they're like drinking wine and they're really rich. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and they sort of kind of hate each other yeah yeah they sort of kind of hate each other and there may be murder involved this time they're they're like really good friends and there's definitely murder involved so mm-hmm. super, super no yeah fun. i agree definitely yeah i agree yes wow. like exactly like when i was watching it and i was just like dude this is just like sometimes you just need tv shows that are just not too serious although like there's a serious thing involved but the show itself i mean even like it doesn't have a gigantic audience and whatnot and just stuff like that i appreciate because you don't see a lot of discourse of it online no. and whatnot and it's just a very contained show um that yes. i hope stays around stays around for a little bit not not too long for us for it to overstay its welcome yeah. but i hope it's stays around for a little bit you know i, so. I heard the next season's gonna be its last which is lame <laughs> i want more yeah. yeah oh i did hear that that it was gonna be one more season um yeah i would have done at least four seasons of this i think you yeah. can you can you can stretch it out for at least four but um they probably would just want to cap it off at three which is i guess is understandable yeah um or whatnot for a show like this but um my number uh, yeah my number eight i have the great um I, I i recently watched it and i really enjoyed it i was hearing things all like since it's been out on hulu um as far as watch it hurry up and watch it like this is really good everybody yes. was talking about it um, i love the vibes that it gets mm-hmm. um and whatnot and yeah i really enjoy it i don't have much to say about it but i i just remember having a really really good time yeah. watching the show and really enjoying all the performances and, and whatnot and i love the favorite so i love vibes like that so yeah um yeah i think it's a very very strong show um number what do we have number seven number seven what do you have number seven i have the mandalorian season two um, Oh, interesting okay i i would put it higher that it just the season finale wasn't 100 percent my favorite thing ever so oh so you're so you're on that side of like oh you didn't really i'm um, on that side of the discourse um, <laughs> on that <laughs> um 
However, I loved this season. I love seeing the Mandalorian and his baby get more development in their relationship. I love seeing the galaxy get explored. I loved I loved the introduction of the new characters of like Ahsoka and seeing even Boba Fett. I was really hesitant about seeing Boba Fett, but he grew on me. I really liked seeing him. I loved that they got the original actor from the Clone Wars mm-hmm. into it. And it just was so, it was fun. It was so fun to just come on Friday and just watch it. And like, where's Mandalorian going to go next with his little baby? <laughs> so I would have put it higher if the finale was just a teeny bit stronger, but Otherwise, I had I loved it. I such a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I, 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 I would agree. I thought the show was strong for the most part. Like hearing hearing you talk about it, it kind of wants me to. It kind of makes me want to put it in number seven. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. Okay, my number seven. I'm switching around. All right. My number. <laughs> my number seven is The Mandalorian season two. I, listen, I love the show, but. I the show does not feel like a how do I can how can I explain this? It doesn't feel like a long line. You know, when I think about Dead to Me, I think about a show that like I said it's tight, it's boom 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 boom, mm-hmm. everything one episode leads to another. The Mandalorian just feels like uh, I I said this in the review. I said it feels like short films. You know? Yeah, I get and that. And then like the first season, I kind of, I got kind of used to it because the first season's like that. But mm-hmm. the second season does the same thing where, like, okay, we see this character once, now they're gone, yeah. now he's on yeah. the next planet, this planet, that planet. The only yeah. character, the supporting character that you can really say is Grogu, you know, is the little baby, mm-hmm. is Baby Yoda. That's the only supporting character. But other than that, each show is, like, yeah. a different... It's mm-hmm. just feel... It doesn't have the same kind of cohesiveness that I that I would want yeah. from a show on that kind of scale, you know, yeah. but it's good. You know what I mean? Totally. I actually enjoyed the finale. Um, I think it's good. I think the show is good. It's just, there's some, I just wish they would be more tight as far as the storytelling goes, you know? Yeah. All right. I see where you're going. I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the, yeah, yeah. the, the nebulous plot. I, I just, am, I'm like, let's back off on the nostalgia train a little bit. I want Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, to breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's our—he's always like in danger of being overshadowed by the baby, and I'm—I just don't want him to get overshadowed by like Ahsoka. Or can we spoil it? The end of Mandalorian? Does everybody pretty much watch it? You can, you can put a—you can put a spoiler tag on it. Go ahead. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. Luke Skywalker. I don't want him overshadowed by that. You know, I want the story to breathe on its own. So, but yeah, I totally, I get where you're coming from on that. Yeah, I was I was saying the same thing to uh, to my buddy Alex when we did the review. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I think it's time to just focus on... The first season, they did a great job as far as focusing on The Mandalorian. This season, they still do. But then you have ah- Ahsoka Tano, which I love. And you have mm-hmm. Boba Fett. And then the last episode, you bring in Luke Skywalker to be that big kind of shock. You know, yeah. I agree with you. It took away a lot of the emotional beat of that episode. Because coming out of it, everybody was talking about Luke Skywalker. I mean, how can you not, you know? Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, I would agree as far as, like, let's be more tight nips as far as, like, his character development um, and whatnot. Because Pedro Pascal is great. We love him. So we want to see more of him, even if we don't really see him in a mask. But, you know, (laughs) um, yeah. So uh, are we at, what are we at, number seven? Six. Number six. You're at six. Oh, yeah, okay. We did two. Okay, I always do this when it comes to these shows. Okay, number mm-hmm. six, what do you have? So number six, I have What We Do in the Shadows season two. Oh, I missed that one, yeah. It, the first season was great, but the second season was even better. I love the Taika Waititi movie. It is so special to me, but I love the second season. It moved past the boundaries of the movie it actually did it like weirder things, they're crazier things. Still kind of felt like it that, you know, New Zealand Flight of the Concord style sketchy thing. But then you got to see more like creatures and weird stuff. Like they're dealing with ghosts and they're dealing with other vampires and witches and all this stuff. But it's so funny. <laughs> so funny there's a whole episode where one of them runs away and just hangs out at a bar and it's one of the funniest episodes of tv that i've I've watched this year i was laughing so hard (laughs) so good i i want to get into it so bad because i do hear a lot of people talk about it um especially one like my 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 co-host on cinemania live she loves that show and stuff um and i've always wanted to try to get into it but i guess it's just it's just procrastination yeah just a lot of, a lot of tv shows to watch and movies to catch mm-hmm. up on and whatnot so um i'll definitely get into it at some point even i'm sure. usually like a late i'm usually a late starter like starter with when it comes to shows unless it's like one that i absolutely want to get into right away um so i think it just depends but yeah so um that being said, my number six, I have a show that completely missed the radar for everyone. Like, no one was talking about it. Netflix barely promoted it. It was probably in the Netflix top 10 for like a day or two and stuff. But no, none of my friends that I at least know of watched it. I don't even think you have heard of it. It's on Netflix, but Grand Army. Um, I no. really 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 loved grand army the only reason why it's number six is because there's just the other yeah, the next five shows are much much stronger as far as story goes but i just thought it was a i, I think it's I, as far as like if you want to say something about um surprises of 2020 as far as tv that's probably like number one because it was i thought it was so really? it's, a, it's, it's a show about a couple of kids in high school but it's not like you know it's not the cw it's like gritty these are life problems. It deals with like, it deals with racism. It deals with, um, you know, it deals with gender identity. It deals with like sexual identity and stuff like that. And um, I just thought it was a really, really strong show. They, they, they focus on like, they, they focus on so many characters as far as like different characters they focus on a black character they focus on an asian character or a white character um a muslim character who's who's dealing with his sexuality i thought it was a really really strong show that just completely missed the radar on everyone and i for some reason i was on netflix and it had that show there it's like new shows to watch and i said oh i've been missing kind of like a high school kind of show um why not and i thought it was i was going to get like laughs and all that kind of stuff but it was like gritty and it was good i thought i thought it was really good so if you have not seen grand army please go look for it it's okay. really really strong yeah. um 
so yeah, that's my number six. But I thought it was a really, really good show. Sure. Um, and I don't think it's gonna get a season two because it just it no one talks about it like no one. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So number five now. Let's get into that. What do you have? So I'd have the Queen's Gambit. Oh, okay, interesting. I I wasn't expecting to like it. I mean, chess is kind of boring <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but Anya Taylor Joy is kind of you know she's great i love her i actually saw online somewhere somebody compared her to like benedict cumberbatch which mm-hmm. now that i kind of see it like she kind of has that vibe when she comes into her some of her roles and she kind of has that benedict cumberbatch vibe in this show where she's just it's the rise rise of a tennis uh, a tennis a chess prodigy and how she you know learns to come into her own and work really hard at it and but also struggles with like substance abuse I don't know it's just really interesting how they did it mm-hmm. it kind of felt like it could have been a, a movie but it was so it was tight it was a tight story and it was just like so fascinating like what's she gonna do next <laughs> how's she gonna how's she gonna win the test tournament like ooh, this is yeah, so it's... exciting weirdly <laughs> So um yeah so I I mean that shows a, it's, it's a little higher for me but yeah I'll echo everything I echo everything you said about the show being a it was also a surprise for me too you know because I just wasn't expecting it and I I saw the plot and I said dude I don't know I love Ian Taylor Joy but the chest I don't know <laughs> but I thought it was very very I thought it was a very good show as well so um my number five I keep. Even as like we're talking, I'm like switching stuff. My yeah. number one is like my number one. Like my number one is like not moving, but mm-hmm. like two to five, I'm like I'm still oh. kind of shuffling around. <laughs> and when you talk about the Queen's Gambit, I was like maybe it's not. Yeah. You know? So, but my number five, I will say, I have the boys. The boys season two. Okay. Um, I love this show. I think it's such a different take on superheroes. We are so used to seeing superheroes and and like the limelight of being good and all and all. You know what I mean? And the good yeah. guys. And I thought it was a really cool thing. I thought it's something that we needed as far as you know to kind of change up the superhero genre to like they're the bad guys and you have yeah. these non-powered people who are trying to go after them and they can't because they're non-powered. And how do you kill a guy like a Homelander? And stuff like that who's just sure. so strong and whatnot but um yeah i think it's a really really strong show the writing is like really good writing as far as comic book media um so the boy season two is my number five and okay and yeah I, I i really enjoyed it so um awesome. so yeah so number four what do you got number four i have the crown season four it's oh, um, a bummer. I never watched it. Yeah, I I love I love the crowd. I like the history. I usually like those history biopic pieces for television. I always have one or two on my list. Um, but this season was the third season was really rough. Like they were trying to get used to the new cast with Olivia Coleman and the crew, and this season was so much better because they really got it together and. It had Princess Diana, so incorporating this figure that was so tragic that we, the, even the Americans, loved her so much around the world. So seeing her was just so great, and it just, it just, the drama of it was so much more fresh. I think in everyone's memory of like what happened 
with things, but also they incorporated things in the royal family that were not so fresh. So I just, I don't know. It was just, it's very, it was very compelling this year as opposed to the other three seasons. I think this is the best that the show's had. And I'm so excited to see now where it's going to go in the future for the royal family. Um, okay. <laughs> So, like I said, uh, the the Crown is one of those shows that it's not that I wasn't interested in, but it mm-hmm. was the fact that there was just so much other things that I wanted to watch and yeah. had to watch. So eventually, I'll get into the Crown because my my mother talks about it all the time too. Yeah, I hear a lot of praise about it. Um, you know, um, on social media, it, yeah. I'll get into it. And like, they have a lot of performers, like performers that I really want to watch for, like Olivia yeah. Coleman and stuff like that. So eventually, yeah. I'll get into the Crown and stuff but i think it's cool that you have it on your list i figured it was gonna be because i hear that you know i hear i didn't i didn't go i didn't i know that you, i know you posted your blog on the, your top 10 shows but yeah. i didn't go check it because i knew i was gonna ask you to do to do um to do the show today yeah. so mm-hmm. um all right yeah. so my number four that i have is the queen's gambit Cause I did. I really, really, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was. I started it, and I was like, Dad, I don't know if I'm gonna be into this. But then I just kept watching it. I gave it another chance, and I was like, Okay, this is this is good stuff. Cause like the praise on social media and the amount of people that was what like I I saw Netflix release that they had like a, a lot of people who were watching the show. Yeah. So um, and it's still in their top ten. It's still in their top ten. You know, shows to like shows like yeah. you know they're listing mm-hmm. as far as like in the app. So um yeah, it seems like it's a really strong show. I really, really enjoyed it. Um I if uh, did they announce a season season two? Are I think they? it's just a limited series. I think it's just one and done. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what I figured. But um yeah, I thought it was a really strong show for what we for what for what I was expecting and stuff. And I thought and I thought there's just like her performance was just so good. Um so yeah, I have to go with the Queen's Game at number yeah. four. All right, now we are down to our top three. Of the year, which I'm excited to hear yours. Let's get right into it. What's your number three? Number three was Schitt's Creek coming in hot. Okay. That that was one of my favorite things I watched during quarantine. I mean, it was like in, I think in like April or May when everything was really hitting hard um, with the stay at home orders and everything. Mm -hmm. And it just, this show is just like, sunshine in television it is so sweet such a great story with these characters they love seeing their positive growth it's you know it's the richest to rag story but really they're richer in the end by the end of the show uh dan levy is oh i i can't wait to hear more from him whatever he makes or stars in he is so did great did you watch happiest season he's so I good did. He was, he was so, so good, good in Happy Season. Yeah, he was like my favorite part. I'm like, dude, Dan Levy, what are you doing? Yeah, I like, you do more stuff. <laughs> he's so good. And this show is so funny, and but genuinely funny, like in a sweet way. Like this family is so just, it's now like in the pop culture, like lexicon. I can't help, like, even when I'm watching Mandalorian, I'm like, oh, the bebe. Is it Bebe Yoda? <laughs> like I can't help it. I I I I'll I'll be like humming a little bit of Lexus to myself for a little song. Mm. Like it just is so ingrained, but it's so just so good. <laughs> what Sadly, we needed. 
Shit's Creek. I st- I'm on like season two. I started really late. Um, okay. But like you know the the uh, what was it the uh, go was it not the Golden Globes was it the Emmys that like the Emmys I was like, yeah okay, I must watch season two yeah um the same thing that happened to me when Flea Black uh Flea Black oh my god when Fleabag came out last year um as far as like how much it took over the Emmys that led uh, last year so mm-hmm. I really wanted to get into it um but I I I wasn't watching um Shit's Creek when everyone else started. So I started pretty late, but I'm still doing my rewatch as of right now. So yeah. sadly that's what I have <laughs> for <laughs> for um for Shit's Creek and stuff. But uh so what do we have? We have our okay, I have to do my 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 third movie or my my third TV show 2020. Um I have an HBO show uh that I watched and I really really loved. Um I have We Are Who We Are. Okay. Um it was Luke Luca Guadagnino. He did this show. Um, it's set in like Italy, kind of military kind of stuff. But like Jack Dylan Grazer's in it, mm-hmm. and he's okay. He, he he was my favorite part of the show. But I think the show, the writing is still is like some of the best writing that I've seen in any kind of media this year. Just with like how how characters play off each other the performances mm-hmm. were so strong kid cuddy's in this show and he just he's so amazing oh. um yeah i really enjoyed it it's on hbo i think it's on hbo max right now um but i i really really enjoyed we are who we are another one of those shows that just kind of it just it, people were watching it but it wasn't like one of those shows that everyone was kind of raving about um and i think not a lot of people watched it in that sense but um yeah i really really loved um that season and just that that show i think it's a limited series as well um but i thought but i thought it was like really really good um okay so we are in our top two this is very this is it's gonna be very intriguing um top two shows of 2020 what is your number two okay this is my last minute switch as we were talking um i'm (laughs) this is america Uh I loved this oh, show. Oh wow! I I last didn't realize. Yeah, it was my last minute. I I really loved this show. I mean, every week it was just so interesting and compelling. The history behind this, I didn't realize how this this historical event events of the ERA and Phyllis Schlafly and Gloria Steinem. I didn't realize how big of a reverberation this had on what was going on and in, in what's going on in politics so it was just really fascinating to me i again mm-hmm. like i said with the crown i love these kind of shows i think they're really fascinating so i just think this had a lot to say about like contemporary womanhood and a lot to say just about where we are now and maybe where we are going i mean there were scenes mm-hmm. that I mean, that that kind of brought tears to my eyes and there were scenes that just made me just go, Wow, like this is this is incredible. I mean, there's one scene where the Phyllis Schlafly, she has the button that has the um it's almost like Make America Great Again and the like pterodactyl screech that I emitted was so loud. It's like, Oh no, this is so scary. <laughs> but it's so it was so interesting and the performances were great. Kate Kate Blanchett, I love her as an actress, but she just she made, me really wanna, good, yeah. made me want to punch her in the face so bad. Every time she was on screen, I just wanted to hit her, but she was so good. Everybody, my was mother, my mother really was good. surprised. She was like, "Am I supposed to like her?" I'm like, "I don't think so, mom." No, <laughs> no. 
definitely not. Oh, but it was it was really good. I I was thinking about it a lot after I saw it, and just it actually got me to read other stuff about the movement. So like that always gets a big bump for me. If you get me interested in history television, then I'll I'll bump you up in the score. So that's why it's so high. Right, right. So I. It, it seems like yeah. It seems like from what from what I from what we've been talking about, um, the your your biggest like you 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 enjoy those historic kind of shows and yeah. whatnot. I thought Miss America was really was really really strong, um, and whatnot. And it was it was it was the start of that new format that they were doing on uh, on Hulu and because it's an FX show on Hulu and yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was pretty good too, um, and whatnot. So I it's very interesting, very very interesting. Why mm-hmm. can I ask why you did you did the last minute change? Was it just like your your gut was going through it? Mike, um, I I I have I'll explain why when I get to number one. <laughs> I have a I have a very okay, like okay, goes okay. with it. Okay, all right. Um, so yeah. um, okay, so what I will gonna say is my number two is uh wait i want to make sure that i'm not like an idiot that it came out this year this year like january february don't they don't they feel like they feel like like a decade ago just because yes. of like everything we've had we've gotten so i'm just trying to make sure that this show came out this okay in march all right ozark season three um okay. is my number two i love ozark it was such a surprise i started watching it last year okay. it was such a surprise for me just because um there was just so much there was like so much stuff that uh that that I was already watching and then I finally watched it and I was so surprised by episode 1 um season 2 I thought it was okay but then season 3 I think I think it, br- it brought it back to that feel of just tension amongst these characters mm-hmm. and just amongst like what's going on and you want these people to get out of it but then you also realize that Marty likes what he does and he had he likes the power of just kind of yeah. scheming his way scheming his way through all this stuff um so yeah but I, I I love Ozark and I can't wait for I think there's like one more season they're doing I don't remember um but I, I love Ozark I don't know I don't know what else to say besides I love Ozark so um, mm-hmm. it was one of the better shows that I've seen this year as far as the season goes so um yeah number one okay number one I'm so, very intrigued now. <laughs> I feel like I hyped it up my number one is Star Wars the Clone Wars on Disney oh, Plus wow so the reason why I switched it was mm-hmm. Clone Wars honestly made me fall in love with Star Wars all over again and made me like just like a little kid again it made me feel like I was 10 years old watching Star Wars in Mm -hmm. Star Wars Revenge of the Sith in the theater and just being so excited so I you know I it was it's all about the Clone Wars like what happened between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith and just the storytelling is so compelling. It has Dave Filoni who does the Mandalorian and it kind of mm-hmm. with and Ahsoka Tano, a lot of the stuff in Mandalorian is explained in the Clone Wars and if they just do it so well and they bring this kind of, inter- they ask interesting questions and they bring interesting points to this world that, you know, George Lucas was never really able to do with his films. Like I think he had the mm-hmm. spirit, but I think the show had a lot more time to really delve into these ideas about like, you get to learn about the clones, like the clones have personalities and they have like actual things going on. You get to learn, 
you know, you get to see, you know, Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi through the eyes of Ahsoka Tano. And you get to kind of understand, like, the fall of the Jedi and the tragedy and how they were unable to see all this stuff. And it's just so flipping good. The animation just in the last season that came out this year is just absolutely incredible. I mean, the final four episodes of the series are just, holy crap, amazing. Just, I they perfectly fit in with Revenge of the Sith and just make you go, wow. Wow, you make you just want to sit there in silence and think about it. So I was not expecting you to say uh, to say uh, the Clone Wars because sadly, I never got into the Clone Wars. I wanted to, especially with the Mandalorian coming out. I, was like, I, I feel like I got I to gotta figure out, I got to know who Ahsoka Tano is. Mm-hmm. I just knew of the character, but I never got into yeah. the actual show. It's on Disney+. Plus. I know I know a lot of people who are talking about it and like it, and I want to... I want to get there, but like I said, I procrastinate yeah. like um MF. I, I like an Me MF. Too. So if it's not like something that I really, really want to dig my teeth in, then yeah, it's, it's probably like I just started like defending Jacob was in my honorable man- mentions, and I just started that like last week. <laughs> you know, I yeah. just started the morning show totally like a month ago and whatnot. I'm I'm really late when it comes to TV when it comes mm-hmm. to certain TV shows. Um, unless it's like something yeah. that I just have to watch, like like a one division. That's that's day one, obviously, As and it, stuff yeah. like that. Of course, you know. Um, which I'm excited to. I'm excited to see how that is and whatnot. 2021 seems like it's going to be a pretty good year as far as all that stuff mm-hmm. goes. Um, but yeah, okay. My number one, since you just killed it with the Clone Wars, my <laughs> number one. Listen, I have to preface this because I feel like a lot of people are going to just be like, "Oh, Dwayne, out of all the shows, that show, seriously." <laughs> and listen, there is not a show on netflix that just makes me so happy than this show like i love everything about it i love the performances it's so lighthearted. it's so ridiculous the main plot about it is sex and and like penises and like sperm and all that stuff listen but i love it okay my number one is sex education season two i just yeah i love I love that show. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I've watched the season like maybe three times already. I don't know what it is, but like it's one of those shows where I can just turn on and nothing else matters because it's just it, it brings me right into that world of like, I don't know where they're at. There's somewhere in London that I want to be at, but like, you know, the shenanigans are funny. Everything that's going on is very funny. The characters are so great. All the performances are great. Um, it's just such a show. It's it's a show that once again, sort of like dead to me, where it's just very, it's very tight, and there's not nothing. There's not a million things going on. It's not overwhelming. It's just like just watch it and just have fun. And um, to, especially with these with this year, um, I actually yeah. recently watched it like around September because like you know I just need to like turn like my head off for like you know, a little mm-hmm. bit and not in a bad way, but just turn your head off and just watch something to laugh about um, and stuff. So yeah, I, I, I just really enjoyed the show. Um, season three is coming out and I think, I think next month. So I'm super wow. excited. Um, but yeah, I love that show. Love it. Love it. Love it. So that's one of the um, shows that Jillian I've been Anderson. procrastinating. Uh, that's one of my procrastinating yes, shows. It. It's, listen, I will say like, it's very, 
if you're not into like raunchiness, it's very mm-hmm. R-rated is what I'll say. Because okay. there's a lot of things that they had to talk about. Like I said earlier, like sex, it's called sex education. But there's like, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of sex, but it's good. It's not like euphoria sex where it's just like happening, you know? It's it's good. It's funny. It's just yeah. I love it. I love I love that show. That's my number one. Um, that show kind of oh, reminds wow. me of like a book smart, you know. So oh, um, I love book smart. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of like a book smart, but in London. And I just think it's really, really, really clever. Um, the two leads literally remind me of the two leads on being book smart with Caitlin Dever. Um, and why did I forget her name? And what's her name? Uh, Beanie something. Something Beanie. Yes, uh, her. Um, yeah, it reminds me of their relationship. So yeah, I just think it's I just think it's a really really good show. Um, that's it, I guess. That's mm-hmm. our top ten shows Woo. of twenty twenty. Um, really excited. I really really enjoyed this episode. Um, now that we finally got to do it. Yes. <laughs> now watch when I end the show, the files are gonna be like disappeared or something Everything's like that. Gonna it's gonna just gonna be blow up. Van- just vanish and whatnot. So, um, listen, I, I had a really good time talking about these shows with you, Savannah. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, we can do this again next year. Yeah, um, we'll see what we're gonna what we're gonna get for twenty twenty one and whatnot. But I think I think mm-hmm. I just think uh, a lot of people need a lot of uh, binging is a very important thing for right now. As far as like just the pandemic and. It doesn't look like we're gonna get anywhere soon, like as if yeah. like or like you know. So I think I just think that we it was I don't know what we what probably would have done without these kind of services. So in the beginning, when they all kind of launch, you you a lot of people who are fans of movies get kind of scared about streaming services and whatnot mm-hmm. because they feel like that's the way of the future. But I think this is something that we definitely needed throughout a for a pandemic because oh. you just have. You know, like you have a show that you just want to watch, you binge it on to the, to the next show, and then you can get through at least a weekend with these kind of TV series. And it's all different. You know what I mean? You have a dead to me. You go from a dead to me to a Lovecraft country to a Clone Wars to a sex education, yeah. all different stuff, all for stuff yeah. that you, all different stuff that you can like or dislike. So I, I love TV and I'm yeah. a really big fan of these shows. So glad we had to talk about it. And yeah, yeah. I appreciate you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Of course, as always, once you let everyone know they can follow you. So you can follow me on Twitter at Credits Corner, and then I'm also on Letterboxd. All right. Um, you can all follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, um, where I'm kind of bowing out of the Wonder Woman fight as of right <laughs> now. It's just too crazy. Um, but you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cinemania World. Uh, we should, our next couple of shows this week is going to be very, very crazy because we still have to do our top 10 best and top 10 worst, like as far as movie goes. Um, and then um, Larry and I have to do a box office show as far as talking about Wonder Woman. And so we have a lot of stuff coming for the, to the channel. So just stay, stay tuned. Thank you guys for joining us once again. My name is Dwayne. That was Savannah. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.